Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Congratulations. Outstanding, outstanding job in class in class 7A. And, uh, man, it, it a lot of emotions had to be in this series because it was playing against a team they knew very well. And uh, they came out on top, and they got to play at the big place, got to play at Truist. And uh, join us now to talk to talk to us about it on the com hotline, Coach Jeff Brown. Uh, coach, good morning. And morning, con- Coach. And congratulations. Good morning. Good morning, guys. I appreciate y'all having me on. Yeah, look at this picture here. Uh, this is some champs. <laughs> look at this picture at home plate. Y'all nah. are you look like shirts are half. Te- oh, listen, what is this? What is this feeling like? What is the last twelve hours, or however long it's been since the last pitch, and the things that have been swirling through your mind? And and more importantly, how you know being being able to share it with your family? Yeah, it's been really exciting. Um, you know, you say the last twelve hours, we got um, some coaches on our staff that have won some state championships before at other schools, and and we played for it back in twenty seventeen against those same guys across the street and uh, unfortunately it didn't go our way and I remember uh, after we got home from Rome and uh, and me and one of the other assistants went to the Waffle House down the road yeah. <laughs> and and that's just like the picture that stuck out in my mind and, and one of the other um, players that that won the state championship was sitting at the table next to us and, you know awesome awesome kid he had a great game you know he's it's just kind of one of those head nods like congrats and he's like you know and so we had to hit up that Waffle House again uh, on uh, Friday night with, with the whole coaching staff because cause that's the feeling we wanted to have at, at the Waffle House at 1 a.m. Uh, coming back from Truist uh, with, with the state championship trophy in the truck. And, um, so, yeah, in the truck. Yeah, we had it in the truck. It's, it's sitting on the dining room table right now. I, I told our principal I'd bring it to school at some point. So we're just kind of leaving it out there. All right, two things that come to mind. One is, did Waffle House pick up your check? You know, being the state champs, did they know what what you guys had just achieved? Oh, uh, no, they had no idea. Uh, I'd mention that going <laughs> in okay. there. You know, this is where nah, we decided nah, to have nah, our nah. meal. We, but Sam, we, we keep it low-key. Okay, but Sam, the other thing is, when you mentioned where the trophy is, it got us thinking about what well, we were talking about this yesterday. Yeah, you need to, you need to jump in on this. Well, we, we've talked with that coach. I mentioned uh, yesterday about, about Coach Maurice Freeman uh, down in Brooks County. Of course, they won state championship for football, and Coach Freeman keeps that thing in his truck, takes it everywhere he goes. Is <laughs> <laughs> the championship trophy? That's why I'm asking. Where's the trophy? Now, now, now you know him, right? Yes, sir. I. Um... Coach Freeman was the head football coach when I was in high school at Brunswick High back in uh, the early 2000s. And uh, Coach Freeman, uh, he actually hired my dad to coach football with him down there. My dad coached high school baseball and football for uh, 29 years, I think it was, in his teaching and coaching career. So very familiar with Coach Freeman. He's an awesome guy. And uh, 
that sounds just like just like the Freeman that I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he is a celebrity in Brooks County. Everybody knows that. He's the guy. And so I'm sure that uh, when people see him, they're asking him to see the trophy. And, and he is Brooks County. He is that community. So uh, that, that, that makes so much sense whenever I heard that yesterday. <laughs> well, we've been in time with Coach Jeff Brown. He's baseball coach at Woodstock. The Wolverines are state 7A champions. And they did it. You had to, you had, you had to beat some people that you know very well. Uh, 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 a rivalry from within the county, Etowah. Um, you guys could have played that around the corner, but you took it over to Truist. What did it mean, and how did you get your team prepared uh, to play in that particular venue against a team that you knew so well? Yeah, that was just a, a really, really cool way to end it, just um, the Braves partnering with GHSA and allowing us to do that and, and the different host sites throughout the state. Um, it's really cool, and it's a great experience. I mean, you know, I think they say 99.9% of the, the high school players are not going to play in, in a major league stadium, you know, by the end of their career. And so um, for those guys to be able to go out there on the field and, and, you know, walk around, be in the bullpen and getting on the bullpen phone, bugging us during the game and the dugout, you know, those, those are the, the things that they'll remember. Obviously uh, having a state championship ring will help that, but, but just being there, uh, we got there super early so that we could walk around and take the take the videos, take the Snapchat, send it out to the friends, all that good stuff, uh, so that we were ready to roll once once game time came. Um, I think there were still some some nerves and some butterflies, but uh, once once Braden got out there and started pitching, and I think we went three up, three down in the bottom or in the top half of the first um, out there pitching, we just kind of settled into a groove, and and I don't think the moment was too big for our guys. I, I think they were. They were mentally in the right space. They were they were excited for the opportunity. Um, we play at a big field uh, at our home park, so uh, obviously it's not near as big as Truist. But um, the school across the street they got a little bit of a smaller field, so th- they had more of an adjustment as far as their gameplay and their strategy. Uh, for us, we don't hit home runs. Uh, we had I think it was eight on the year, and only one of them was hit at home. Wow. Uh, so we, we run our offense. We uh, we play our game of of baseball, and and it fits the bigger fields because we're not relying on the triples in the gap. Uh, I mean, we're not we're not relying on the long ball. We're we're playing we're playing our game, and we're we're playing it to our guy's skill set. And so playing in a big park, uh, other than the all factor, it fits right into our offensive strategy. Uh, it, it was it was something that was really cool. Um, those guys, I'll never forget looking down there in the bullpen and and those guys just sitting up there on the top perch there towards the end of game two and like those guys were just taking it in and and, and having that vantage point from our dugout to that bullpen, um, you could just see you know the smile on their faces out there. It's something that they'll never forget. Yeah, yeah. Eric Slaughter got something for you, Coach. Uh, good morning, Coach, and congratulations again. You may not recognize my voice, but I actually was the PA announcer Friday night for your games. And funny story, yes, guys, funny story, guys. So about halfway through the first game, we're up in the, the press box, and we get a text from uh, might have been one of the parents of one of your players, and it goes, please tell the PA guy to stop mispronouncing my son's name. So on air this morning, I'm going to give this young man his, his due. Batting now, the second baseman, number seven, Michael Prizer. I kept mispronouncing Prizer. his last name. 
<laughs> just is like that a Yeah, that's right. He's it's, it's spelled like Preezer. Okay. But the parents said, please hey. tell him to say my name is Prizer. So, hey, but but mate, I think you might have made him mad because he's the one that hit the uh, triple in the gap. Yeah, that's true. That first game open. So, but I don't even care. They don't you know, care. Call him whatever, <laughs> whatever motivational <laughs> tool you got. Now, second thing, yeah. coach, uh, I wanted to bring up. You said you were on that bullpen phone. Well, you didn't meet it much because Sam Greg, listen to this. His starting pitcher in the first game, seven innings pitch, one hit allowed, zero runs allowed. Oof. In game two. His his starting pitcher, seven innings pitched, four hits allowed, no runs allowed. Two shutouts, starting pitchers went both the distance. Coach, talk about those young men. Yeah, they did a great job. They um Braden's been just the the game one starter, Braden Davis, he was awesome all year and he he really he threw a seven inning, uh no hit. He didn't get a complete game because it was zero zero uh earlier in the season against Cherokee, one of our region region rivals and and he threw a complete game shutout 1-0 against Etowah the first time we played him and so you know he's capable of it and he he really relishes the big moment and he competes and uh in that game one start I mean he was just on from from pitch number one he was working the fastball in and out and he was throwing the change up for a strike he was throwing the breaking ball for a strike and he would elevate the fastball and uh you know he just made really big pitches and 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 he didn't. He doesn't like when runners get on. So he was just like, "I'll take care of that, coach. We're not going to have many runners on today." I said, "All right, sounds good, big dog." Um, and then Kevin, Kevin Mauer, the sophomore uh, lefty for us in game two. He's he had a, a great start to the season, and then he kind of went through a little bit of a lull. And we we kind of uh, uh, took a look at at some of the pitch charts from from his better games and. And we kind of analyzed, okay, what what are we doing different here in this kind of middle section of the season? It was right right when we started region play, and so we went back to to th- actually throwing more fastballs and um, and working the fastball in and out. That was kind of what we relied on earlier in the year, and um, and so when we went back to that, his last three or four outings have been just really good, and and he saved his best one for the state championship game to close it out, and. Um, you know, it was it was awesome to see because because those guys have been our guys the entire year, um, the game one and game two guys, and and you know it, stepping up like that in that moment on that stage, it's it, it was just really really fun to watch. And me as a pitching guy and as the pitching coach, you know, it was it was just exciting for me uh, specifically. I know I know I have to wear the, a few different hats as head coach, but, yeah, you do. but yeah. seeing my pitching guys perform like that. It was awesome. But getting the win, Coach, and, and, and the experience that you've had throughout the season, listen, anytime you're a leader of men, young men, whatever level it is, you hope that you leave something with them. Now, obviously, the championship is one thing, but as you talked about, watching those guys out in the bullpen get up on the top stair, and you know how much they're soaking that in. I'm sure there were other things that happened throughout the course of that game, especially toward the end when you knew you had it won. And did you sit there and have just a big bucket of pride knowing that, yeah, man, this is my team, and they're going to experience some of these things. They're going to stay with them for the rest of their life. is it, And I've heard other people say that's almost as important as the championship itself. It's those memories that you were a part of with them. Yeah, it's it was um, – I, I wouldn't say I really had that as much during the games because um, when I'm in there in the dugout, I'm calling the pitches, so my mind's racing, and I'm I'm trying to keep it low-key and, and crack some jokes and, and not, get, not get the guys to where they feel like it's – 
you know, it, it, it's the end of the world. If something bad happens, we we try to keep it light in our dugout. And um, I think that, that just the experience, the getting out of class, the riding on the charter bus with our awesome bus driver, the blaring, the music, the coaches dancing in the, in the, uh, and the bus up and down, blaring like that. That's the stuff that, that just really makes me smile and makes my heart smile. And, and, and like, you know, we had 10 guys that played in two games and, or I guess 11 guys with our two pitchers. And we got, you know, 26 dudes on the roster and every single one of them had a smile on their face because they were part of something bigger than themselves. And that's, that's the thing that, that really sticked out to me. It's, because it's not about it, it, we pre like it's not about you. It's about us, and it's about what we can do as a team. And, and this team specifically was able to really buy into that. And uh, and you know we weren't the most talented team in the state, but at the end of the year we were the best team in the state because we played together and we played for each other. And that that that's what makes that's what makes me uh, keep plugging along as a coach. We're about to wrap things up here on the waitfor.com hotline with Coach Jeff Brown, head coach at at Woodstock, the state champions. Coach, there was something you guys had for this game, Children's Haven. Uh, can you tell us just a little bit about that? We have just a little bit of time left with you about that, and, and how did your team do with that? Uh, it seems like it was a worthy cause that you had a charity also involved with playing for a state championship. Yeah, one of our local uh, rec, rec departments, Hobgood, they uh, program for kind of feeds into both of the high schools, and, and a lot of our guys start out playing there. And, and uh, their team over there reached out and said, "Hey, it's, this is awesome, awesome time for our community. We want to, we want to have something, um, a, a good cause for us to kind of pull together, even though we're kind of pulling against each other right now. Uh, so, so yeah, we partnered with them out on we and we did our best to to raise money for a good cause here, a local community um, organization, and and it, it's just something that goes along with with." With everything that we preach, it's it's more us. It's more than than just about Woodstock baseball. We're trying to to teach these guys how to be uh, just awesome members of society and awesome leaders. And this is just another way for us to to help out with that. When and where is the championship dinner going to be held? Oh yeah, the championship dinner. You know, that's, you guys... that's a great question. <laughs> I need to talk to the principal to see <laughs> what our spending limit is. Uh, because that's going to be, you know, it's it, 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 it's not going to be the normal pregame Chick-fil-A. I can tell you that. We love Chick-fil-A. They've okay. been awesome to us all year, but but I think we're going to we're going to try to spend a little bit more on on that championship dinner with the boys. Yeah. Let us know what that is, where where that is and when it takes place. But anyway, congratulations, coach. Congratulations, coach. Thanks so much for the time this morning. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Y'all be good. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 